A scattered dream that's like a far-off memory. A far-off memory that's like a scattered dream. I want to line the pieces up. Because apparently this game starts in a computer and half the characters aren't supposed to exist. Welcome to Got It Memorized, a Kingdom Hearts recap podcast trying to make sense of this mess before Kingdom Hearts 3 comes out. You might even figure out what's going on, maybe. I'm Wheels, and I'm joined as always by Joe. How are you, Joe? I'm pretty good. Uh, I started thinking during during watching these clips how... It's, it's interesting how Kingdom Hearts presents these worlds as if the player hasn't. Like It, it, it explains things as if the movies haven't happened and the, the player hasn't seen the movies. Which is interesting. And they are the weird sort of... And they're all, like, weird AUs. Yeah. It's like... You know how it... You know how in Beauty and the Beast, there was just this very zippered man in a black (laughs) coat? Yeah, that was a weird part. It's like... It's like... It's like all of these worlds are, like, a Mandela effect version of Disney (laughs) films. Where it's like, I don't know if I quite remember that, but it's now it's in my head. Um, there's There's a scene very late in this world that I'll probably point out as being some of the the funnier things to happen in in this franchise and the thing that I think I like Kingdom Hearts for the most um but I will I will wait till it comes up Goof Troop land in Beast's castle and they've never been here before so it's like what is this place Donald notes that it's a uh, huge and Goofy points out that it's you know it's a very gorgeous mansion but it does look a little gloomy and Sora says I wonder who lives here and then they hear a growl, and I guess that's enough to recognize. Like, there's only one person who growls with that exact timbre. I There will be more growls as we go on. I have written them all in my notes uh, accordingly to their volume. So this, it, they are all W-R-A-W-R. They're all RAR. Mm-hmm. This, one, <laughs> this one is RAR in all caps, but no exclamation point. Okay. Uh, to give you an idea, to give the audience an idea of the volume, <laughs> uh, Goofy says, "Does anybody recognize that?" And then we hear another "rar" this time in all caps with an exclamation point. Mm-hmm. And Sora says, "Hey, that's the Beast." And Donald and Goofy say, "Yeah, maybe." And then Goofy says, "Maybe we should go check on him." But they then don't. Some heartless. <laughs> Yeah, and they don't, because some heartless slither and slide around into a side room, and they go chasing it. Yeah, and then, the, the so they see the rose in there. I say the rose, because there's this preconception that everyone here knows about Beauty and the Beast. Um, but if you haven't, there's a rose. It's in, like, this weird glass chamber. It's glowing. It's very special, I guess. Um, Have you ever seen Zoolander? I haven't. Okay, so there's, so for the listeners who have seen, so for the theoretical listener who has seen Zoolander, but has not seen Beauty and the Beast, <laughs> you can imagine the, uh, 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 the case surrounding this rose, as being akin to the case that surrounds David Duchovny's character's hand 
in that scene of Zoolander where David Duchovny is a conspiracy theorist hand model. It's just like that. Now everybody's on the same page. Because, <laughs> I mean, everyone who hasn't seen Beauty and the Beast has seen Zoolander. So it's a very clear yeah. crossover. I know this seems like, oh, Wheels just totally just wrote down a joke when they were watching this scene <laughs> and just, no, that, that is just the bullshit. There, there will be a point later where I will just be reading a joke off my notes, but it's not now. I just, my head is like, you know what? That rose just is, is encased in a thing that reminds me of that one scene in Zoolander. And now I'm racking my brain and trying to figure out if Zoolander is the correct title of the movie I'm thinking of. The one where Ben Stiller is a model? Is that the movie called Zoolander? I'm... 90% sure that is correct. God, if I'm wrong, okay, let's I don't go. think he's a model in more than one movie, so it's probably Zoolander. <laughs> uh, what even happens? Um, <laughs> he fights some Heartless, and then yeah. you, you win the fight, but the Heartless, uh, they don't stop coming, and Donald yells, somebody help us, and now the Beast is there, bursting into the room. Just in time, Sora says, because he defeats all the Heartless that they were getting tired of fighting. He also defeats Sora, Donald, and Goofy. Because <laughs> <laughs> as Sora's like, just in time, Beast just sort of like throws him against the wall. Um, and then also Donald and Goofy, which they're not really even in his way. Um, but he, he tosses them just aside. That barbarian rage. Yeah, he's a very mad boy. Um, he He tosses them aside takes the rose, and leaves. Um, and they're like, well, why did that happen? <laughs> Isn't he our pal? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Goofy Goofy suggests that maybe he has forgotten them. Um, and that's... And they're like, well, I guess we should go see what's going on with him. Sora thinks it might have something to do with all the Heartless around. Like, maybe there's something sure. wild going on with the Beast because of all the Heartless. Everything's their fault. Don't- Mm-hmm. Especially in this game. That's not true at all. Um, Donald thinks that he saw somebody at the top of the stairs, and they figure it must be Belle, so they want to go up there and find her and ask her what's going on. They eavesdrop through a door, and, do- like... It- you're going to need to help me interpret this scene because it looks like they're about to eavesdrop through the door, but then Donald does like the uh, battering ram stance mm-hmm. and is about to like charge through the door and Sora is like, Donald, what? And Donald then does it. Is But a- a- as he does it, the door is being opened. Okay. I, is, I is is what I, I saw. I'm not really Why sh- does he do it in the first place? <laughs> Why does the man make the choice that he makes? <laughs> Um, well, first off, he's a duck, which I think answers your question. He's a he's a man of a duck, and he's a duck of a man. <laughs> duck boy. Um, he doesn't. Yeah, he he flies through the door, and then Belle's like, "Oh, it's my it's my friend Sora, Donald, and Goofy." And then she picks up Donald and hugs him it, painfully. I guess he doesn't seem happy with this turn of events. It's a cute little scene. I think it like. You sometimes forget that Donald Duck is a little duck, as I just did <laughs> 10 seconds ago. And then just seeing Belle just pick him right up and be like, you cute little nerd. You little him. idiot. It's, it's really adorable. <laughs> um, then, uh, yeah, then 
Donald yells to be put down because he's he's not a child. He is, in fact, an adult duck. <laughs> Don't just pick me up. I didn't say that this was okay. Yes. Uh, Sora asks, uh, where's the beast? Um, in a clever pun on the popular Wendy's catchphrase, where's the beef? <laughs> um, and Belle says, he must be in the West Wing. Was that uh, your joke is... that you had written down? Nope, but you interrupted the joke that I had written down, which oh, no. is that Bell says, he must be in the West Wing with his friend Mr. Sorkin. <laughs> I also was like, I should make a West Wing joke, but I have I don't know anything about the popular show. Potus <laughs> is in a bike accident. Um, <laughs> yeah, so she says that uh, the Beast is in the West Wing. Uh, and that they don't talk like they used to. Sora asks if anything happened, and Belle was like, well, yeah, isn't that why you're here? I thought that you just come when bad things happen. Uh, and Goofy's like, well, it's not quite how it works, but we're here, we can help. Um, and Belle explains that the Beast has been acting strange lately, uh, and that the only ones who might know how to fix it are his servants, uh, whom he locked in the dungeon. And then she gives them directions to find them. And they go do that. Yep. They find that the dungeon door is blocked by a wardrobe, so they push it. But surprise, this is Beauty and the Beast. So the wardrobe is actually a person and is very upset that she is being pushed. And she, like, slams everybody away and goes back to sleep in front of the door. And then you have a mini game where you have to push the door without waking it up. This is the um, first time I've seen Jet Monkey HD have trouble with something. I wrote the same thing, <laughs> and I know, and I know why. So he has trouble with this because he's like, "I gotta get through the door," and he's like, not like taking the time to wait when it when when the wardrobe stirs <laughs> to wait for her to fall back asleep. He's just like, "I'm gonna push this wardrobe," and it's because he's a Jet Monkey. <laughs> He's got a jet. Jet monkey does he, no time. Jet monkey does slow. not know how to slow down. Um, to to no. their detriment. Um, but they get through. They 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 survive the mini game and get through the door. Um, and then there's a there's a fight in there. There's a boss fight with the big old heartless door. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Why? I don't know. <laughs> sure. Well. <laughs> This, this, uh, this is this a deleted scene from Beauty and the Beast that I have yes, forgotten? Yeah, uh, it is. Where they this, fight this a is, giant This is door. the Mandela effect I, w- I was uh, referring to earlier. Oh, okay. Um, I guess I skipped over that the wardrobe explains that the Beast is a prince and there's a spell, and that's why that she's a wardrobe. She used to be a person. But that gets basically explained again after they save everybody. Yep. So they defeat the Heartless Door, um, shooting... The, the... So in Kingdom Hearts 1, when it says you are the one this who will open the door, this is the this one. door, right? This is the only important door in the entire series. Uh, <laughs> there is a big keyhole on it, and you, you shoot a beam into it. Um, so, like, you know, they're starting to really take advantage of the, the fact that you have a giant key, which I think is good. <laughs> a missed opportunity yeah, earlier. <laughs> the more I look at how flourishing, like, how much you flourish in this game as a character and how much nothing fucking happens in the first game. Like, I don't know if it was just the limitations or, like, what? Like, like Nomura was like, all right, I'm going to make this game where you're this really dramatic kid with a key, and they're like, all right, whatever. We'll, we'll give you, like, $5 to make a game. 
and he does it and it's pretty good and people like it mm-hmm. and then it's so good that kingdom hearts 2 he gets like 15 dollars, and then now you have quick time events and everything looks good and now you have first person shooter chicken <laughs> little mode that is also a thing that comes up um for inexplicably no reason whatsoever <laughs> it's so good uh, i love it um let's see what happens they go through the door uh, and it looks like there's nobody there. And Donald says, you mean there's nobody to rescue? And this French-ass candle Lumiere is like, did somebody say rescue? And then, because, you know, it's Beauty and the Beast, so the things are people. And then the clock named Cogsworth says, shh, be quiet, it might be them. And then the teacup, whose name I forgot, says, oh, they look like nice boys to me. And Goofy says, we are nice. <laughs> and we're your friends. Which is like... A little forward, Goofy. You've said, before this sentence, you've said a grand total of three words to them. But Sora explains that Belle sent them to find them. And they realize that the people they're talking to are the household items surrounding them. And they introduce themselves. And do you want to describe what Donald does (laughs) here? Did you write this down too? I I wrote down that Donald plays with the man's insides because he he is a small (laughs) clock, but Donald's like, I'm going to open the door and I'm going to play with the pendulum. And it's like, I'm a man. I'm a man. (laughs) This is my actual body that you're fucking with. He does. So like, you can't even just be like, oh, he just thinks it's a clock and he does clock things. Cause he's just like shaking the motherfucker. And like, this is, Kind of out of character for Donald. Where does this, like, sadist side of this duck come in all of a sudden where he's just like, yes, I will have fun ruining the clock, man. Uh, yeah, it's it's a bit strange, um, but it happens, and it's never really addressed. <laughs> that... Nope, they're good yeah, friends they're, they're after pals. that, and they explain that they were turned into these objects by the same enchantress that put a spell on the prince, turning him into the beast. And uh, she did that as the same reason she did it in Beauty and the Beast, because uh, the prince turned her away. Because a man in a black cloak made no, her do it. <laughs> because uh, the prince turned her away when she needed shelter. And they say something about Heartless that, doesn't really matter uh and <laughs> great recap. Uh-huh. my notes literally say also heartless are involved somehow i kind of zoned out <laughs> um very honest I, did, did you write it it seemed very unimportant to me in the moment of the, how they shoot i didn't even notice I, I i wrote down that they explained the plot <laughs> <laughs> behind the spell uh and then there's a stupid lantern mini game oh yeah I don't even have a lick of that written down. You want to skip ahead to the Yeah, there's a, there's a mini game where you have to like get Lumiere to a certain point based on like it's like just time management, but he walks very slowly and it sucks. It's like a good half of the Jet Monkey HD let's play of yes. Beast Castle. Um this, this is the reason this is in, in two videos. Um but after that, they they get to Beast's room and we meet a a, a new cloaked figure. Sort of. I think we heard him say like a line or two before. Yeah. Um, but new to Sora. And he says, It's time you dealt with Belle. She's been scheming to take everything you have this castle, your precious rose, and then your life. Trust no one. Feed your anger. Only anger will keep you strong. Anger turns to hate. 
suffering. Suffer, suffering. <laughs> B says, but I've had enough of strength. There's only one thing I want. And Zaldin, because that's the name of this cloaked man from Organization 13, says, what, to love and be loved in return? Who could ever love a beast? And then I have written RAR with only capital W and a period at the end. So, a, a RAR. A RAR. And An average RAR. Sora, well, Goof Troop plus Cogsworth. Come on. Well, I guess it's Cogsworth, Lumiere, and Teacup, whose name I don't remember. I think it's the whole gang. Um, I think it's the whole They. Should we name should we name their troop? Are they the Beastie Boys? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I, I, I don't remember because it was like last year, but someone told us that Beast and Sora and Hollow Bastion Beastie in the first Boys. game. Very we called good. them we called them Rose Buddies, but someone was like, Should be Beastie Boys, and we were like, Yeah, you're right, we fucked up on that one. Uh and Zaldin is like, see, Belle has accomplices. Sora says, hey, Prince, which is like, okay. I mean, it was weird that you're just saying that you never knew him as that, but okay. And then I have RAR written in all caps, so like a bigger RAR than before. And Cogsworth says, oh, dear, master. And then I have written fucking RAR in all caps because it's a pretty big RAR. It's the biggest RAR. They fight. uh, The little informational text at the top says fight the beast to get his senses back or something like that. This takes Jet Monkey HD like twenty five seconds. The monkey is strong. <laughs> He's the, the monkey <laughs> is very over leveled. They are uh, very yeah. strong. Very strong monkey. Very many jets on that monkey. I feel um, like every time we just throw out the nonsense phrase Jet Monkey HD, we should explain <laughs> that it's the Let's Player we watch. But also, I feel weird saying that every episode because if you're listening to this one, you probably listened to earlier ones. But it's. Out of all of the nonsense things we say on this show, Jet Monkey HD Gaming might be the biggest <laughs> one that we just say all of the time without batting an eye. I don't know. It's the most important piece of uh-huh. canon. <laughs> Man, it's just, it's so much fun to say, and I think that's why we always lean back on it. <laughs> um, I don't have anything funny to say. I guess I'll talk about Jet Monkey HD Gaming. <laughs> Um, but there's the, in case there's like an in case of emergency glass, and yeah. you break it, and it's just the Jet Monkey HD gaming logo behind it. Yeah, I wonder. And when I you wonder, hit it, the intro music plays. <laughs> I wonder if. Do you think we will ever be contacted by the monkey? Do you think? Do you think the 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 barrier will be broken? I'm gonna say no because I I don't think they need to listen to a recap show because they are that's definitely they true. They, they already know everything. And we will not. We will certainly not break the prime directive in, in this case. We will not, uh, as as um, Goofy would say, we will not be muddling mm-hmm. uh, in the affairs of this world. Um, but I don't know what we would do if it went the other other direction. Anyway, we're recapping Kingdom Hearts. That is um, why we're here today. Uh huh. Let's see. They beat the uh, the beast, and suddenly and they, he's just a really good guy again. Yep, he says, Cogsworth, what happened? Cogsworth says, well, uh, well, uh, actually, you see, um, Donald interrupts and says, you put everybody in the dungeon. <laughs> and Beast is very surprised by this, but Cogsworth confirms that that's what happened. Sora says, who is that guy you're talking to, the one in the black? Beast says, Zaldan, that's his name. He came from the darkness. He used my anger to control me. He took all my sorrow, my sadness, my pain, and turned it all into rage. There was nothing I could do. I could no longer see the truth. Goofy, well, I'll be. <laughs> <laughs> I. Well, it's, golly. It's, 
there are places where, like, in the first game, it kind of doesn't fit to have Donald and Goofy walking around because they're so, um, for lack of a better phrase, Goofy. <laughs> but um, th- there's something, and it's certainly the case when they're interacting with Final Fantasy characters, but for some reason the disconnect is even stronger for me when Goofy is talking to Beast from Beauty and the Beast because he's such a melancholic dude yeah. that to have... I don't know. It's very funny to me. I was consumed by hatred and anger, and I threw everyone to the dungeon. Yuck, we'll all be! <laughs> uh, Goofy says, well, that must be why you threw all your friends down there. You wanted to make sure that you didn't hurt them, right? And Beast says, was that it? Was it to protect them? Sure. Goofy says, yeah, Goofy says, sure, we know you're good inside. Why not? And let's see, skipping ahead a little bit. Um... Cogsworth reminds him of Belle, and so he decides, he, he sighs and realizes that he's mistreated her, and Sora says, well, you you uh, you should go talk to her. And he says, no excuses, we'll go with you. And so they do, and they find Belle. No, they don't. Uh... <laughs> they don't? Oh, you're right, they don't, she's not there. They go to Belle's room, and she's not there, but the wardrobe's there, and says, oh, well, you, you know, she went off after this this guy in the black cloak, which Beast is very mad about. Mm-hmm. And then they find her. Yeah, so they, they go, they try and follow where she went, and they hear her yelling from the ballroom. So they go in the ballroom, and they see her, like, stepping outside through the glass doors. Um, And, I don't know, she's yelling about some shit. But then a giant Heartless is there. <laughs> There's a boss fight. It It's the... I can't, re- I can't remember. How much of Final Fantasy have you played? Uh, uh two. <laughs> so, it... It would make sense to you if I said that this boss is just uh, basically the exact same as the, like, bomb fire guys in Final Fantasy. Yeah, but it does some some interesting things. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a ghostly circle with sort of horns on it. It's it's like a ghost in a sphere with little horns and then chains wrapped around it. Yeah, um, but it, it does this thing where it, like, possesses the whole entire room, um, which I actually think is pretty cool looking and, and fun to do. Um, yeah, it turns it into a spooky ballroom. Spooky ballroom. The pillars are giant long teeth, and the chandelier falls on you and spins and whacks them, and then they win. Just kidding, because they don't, because it turns into another Final Fantasy ripoff yeah. that looks exactly like the Ifrit summon from Final Fantasy. There's the disconnect. I was going to say Ifrit. Oh, maybe you're right. I don't know. I, I don't I know. Ifrit. Who fucking knows? It's like a demon werewolf i guess is the way to describe it the colorization on this actually kind of makes me like it feels very beauty and the beast themed oh yeah totally um but anyways they beat that too and then and then that's that's they did it (laughs) they saved the world and zora says we did it and zaldan says so you think zaldan then zaldan disappears (laughs) he runs away he's like anyways see you and then and probably my favorite scene I've seen in a very long time in this series. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, Sora, in detail, explains to Beast what nobodies are. <laughs> <laughs> he just, like, and Beast just stares at him with a blank look. And Is this, what What are you, is this some fan fiction you wrote, what is happening? <laughs> it's like, oh, you know, you become a heartless, they make the, the body stays there and it becomes a nobody, and then they... Uh, the, or you explaining your D&D campaign to the me? Orga- the organization probably wanted your nobody, and then Bell shows up and he's like, I don't watch Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I really like the idea of, like, trying to explain deep, like, fantasy concepts to Beast, and he's just like... <laughs> 
<laughs> and then Bella shows up and he walks away. The important note of um, recap content that I talked over for the joke is when you said that Sora explains that Zaldan was trying to turn him into a nobody so that um, turn him into a heartless so that there would also be a nobody created. And Beast is a very strong person, so a nobody that they could control of Beast would be valuable to them. So that was Zaldan's plan. Yeah. And actually, I think Goofy is the one who says that that important detail. <laughs> but yeah, uh, the, he's he's Goofy's got a good head on his shoulders. He figured, mm-hmm. he's got it figured out. Smart boy. Uh, and then Beast is there, and or not, the Bell is there, and Beast is like Bell, and runs over. Doesn't acknowledge a single thing that Sora says. Um, nope. <laughs> <laughs> and runs over to Bell and. They have their, their little reunion. He's like, I'm sorry, I wasn't myself. And she's like, I know. <laughs> I forgive you for some reason. And <laughs> then they're, they're, they're fine. They're happy. Uh, she does, like, complain about him not trusting her. And the the teapot and other friends uh, talk about, oh, the well, the, you know, he has until the rose goes wilts away to learn to love and be loved in return. And... Uh, and I think it's Goofy who's like, do you think he'll do it? And she's like, I absolutely do. And Sora's like, well, I hope he does. <laughs> <laughs> Not very uh, optimistic. Um, but then his keyblade starts to shine, and we cut away to the other side of the fucking house, castle, and we see that the rose is glowing, and that it's opening the gate for him. And... I think it's, yeah, B says what happened, and Donald explains the gate is opened, because of course they know what that means. And Belle asks, so that means you have to go? And they say, yep, and they leave. (laughs) (laughs) Sora's like, if you hear anything about Riku or the king or the organization of the Heartless, just let us know. And again, B is just like, uh... I have written in my notes, okay, but how, though? Yeah, like... Like, am I supposed to call you? Do you... uh, It's like, um, Sora has, like, a beeper on him, like, Kim Possible, that just, like... (laughs) And that's it. Um, Kim Possible for Kingdom Hearts 3. Is it a Disney property? Yeah. I guess it's a Disney channel, ain't it? Yeah. It's a Disney property. That'd be fun. I don't think there's been any, like, Disney TV shows. There have not. Sweet Life of Sora, Donald and Goofy. (laughs) I, I, I'm not saying no. <laughs> it would be wild. Yeah. Um. Anyways, Hannah, Hannah Montana world. They hop in the gummy ship, aka the monkey butt, mm-hmm. and it uh, starts traveling on its own, and it heads over to Hollow Bastion. Someone turns their monkey butt magnet on and just drags it over. <laughs> the monkey butt signal. <laughs> um. <laughs> They walk up to Merlin's house, and they see a whole bunch of soldier heartless running out of it, and then they disappear. So Goof Troop head inside and find Merlin kind of got his wizard hat handed to him by these heartless. And they realize that it was Merlin who summoned them and, you know, called their ship towards Hollow Bastion. Uh, I have written down... Uh, but it seems I used too much power in doing so, and those infernal heartless is what I have written down because he just says half of a sentence and then makes a terrible sound. Because um, he's, you know, he just got beat up by heartless. Um, yeah. And Sora asks, well, why did you 
bring us here, and he says that uh, he found Pooh's storybook in the Zero District of Hollow Bastion, and sure. so he's very excited to see his friend Pooh. Yeah, um, so Merlin says, he starts to explain something, but he's like, oh, wait, I'm going to go get Leon and the others, and he disappears, and Sora's like, duh, I'm going to go in the book now. <laughs> mm-hmm. So he does. Um, Loose good do, weekend too. There you go. I guess they do that to paintings, not books, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> it's similar, though. It's similar. It's, it's it, The joke stands. Do um, they do it to books? Need those Blues Clues experts to hit us up on the Discord to tell me whether or not Blue Skidoo ever works on books. <laughs> blues Clues experts, please email us at gotitmemorized at gmail.com. Please do, honestly. That would be a... Yeah. You know, by the time this episode goes up, we will have forgotten that we talked about Blues Clues. We'd be like, why are people emailing us about popular <laughs> Nick Jr. program Blues Clues? I, I almost definitely have a friend who was a Blues Clues expert. What the fuck are we talking about? He goes into the book. Okay, he goes into the Winnie the Pooh book. Um, God, this scene's really, really funny. Uh, he goes in. So he go the first. The only place you can go at first is the is Pooh's house. So he goes to Pooh's house and he's like, "What's up, Pooh?" He's like, "Not much, Sora. I completely remember you and everything's great and fine. I'm gonna do some exercises, some and- stoutness exercises." Hmm. God, what was that and voice? Then, it's the poo voice. I, it sounds like poo. I would, I, I am proud of that poo impression. So I don't need you judging me. Um, then poo freezes in place, <laughs> like a, like a, like oh, a. There's a glitch in the matrix. Something. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't watch this this scene without laughing at poo just freezing. It's lo- <laughs> it was. I, I remember watching it. I think it was like two summers ago, with a friend. <laughs> And I forgot that it happened. So when it did, I just fucking lost it. <laughs> hey, why does it happen? Uh, I'm not really sure, but it happens. He freezes in midair. Sora reaches out to touch him and gets blasted out of the book. Mm-hmm. Just poof, he's out. And then he's out of the book and Sora, or well, Donald and Goofy are outside. And they're like, Sora, there's Heartless out here. And then he runs out to help him, and then they're like, did you get the book? And he's like, no, you didn't fucking tell me to get the book. <laughs> and then now the Heartless are running out of the house with the book, and they fight the Heartless, and they win, but the book is a little worse for wear. Um, so Sora does the smart thing, just immediately dives the fuck back in. Great idea the first time, no consequences, won't be any this time. Um, of course not. So he goes in, now the only place visible is Pooh's house, and he goes there, and Pooh doesn't remember him. Pooh doesn't remember anybody because he's like, how's Piglet? And he's like, I don't fucking know a Piglet. He calls Sora somebody I don't know. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, this is... What did, what did I write down? I'm like, Sora says, something very weird is happening here. Maybe I better go back and ask Merlin about this. My notes look like I wrote the word mom with the letter D after it. <laughs> <laughs> That's my handwriting for you. So let me get this straight. Your your notes say something very mommed is happening here. Is, is happening. that what your notes say? <laughs> something very mommed is happen, end quote. Because <laughs> I ran out of room. Uh, why do you handwrite your notes? It's... <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> anyway, he leaves and Goof Troop explained that some Heartless came and they damaged the book and Merlin says... 
uh, well, you're going to have to go find all the pages again, like you did last time, and then the book will be fine. And then he gets the chicken little summon. Perfect, perfect, very dramatic place to end this episode. Getting the chicken little summon and not using it yet. Nope, and hopefully never using it. Uh, the the Chicken Little Summon exists exclusively because this game came out when the movie Chicken Little came out. Yep. Um. So it's it's really just because they knew it was going to be an enduring classic. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 like the cup noodles in Final Fantasy fifteen. It's wait wait. There's cup cross- noodles in Final Fantasy fifteen. That's oh, amazing. Yeah. I just, uh, well, I just talked about it a bunch on the, the podcast I recorded yesterday. Um, but, uh, there is, it's, it's Gladio's favorite food is cup noodles. And there's, he has like a whole side quest dedicated to it. And, um, <clears throat> he basically just reads like ad copy to Noctis and the player about That's how amazing. great it's so good. It's like my favorite thing about that game. <laughs> When my brother was in college, his desktop background was like a tiny JPEG of cup noodles just just positioned in the You know how, how like you can set your desktop background <laughs> to fill the whole thing or tile it, or you can just set the image <laughs> at its actual size in the middle of the screen. It was just this tiny image of cup noodles dead <laughs> in the center of, of his desktop because he just really liked cup noodles. They're good, probably. It's fine. It's fine. Anyways, that that's how we're ending our episode, everybody. Do you want to plug your things? Sure. You can find me on Twitter at Ghost of Joe, Ghost of J-O. You can read my writing about video games at ghostofjoe.com, spelled the exact same way. Um, I mentioned a podcast <laughs> that isn't out yet, but you can, if you want to hear another podcast I do, I do We Are Watching One Piece, um, where I'm caught up with the anime One Piece. My friend is watching it. We're making a podcast as as they go um and you can find this show on twitter at memorizecast. um our pinned tweet on that page is our discord server you can hop in yell at us about uh cup noodles um whatever else give us your blues clues blues clues lore um you can also email that to us at got it memorized at gmail.com all lowercase one word etc gmail wheels I am on Twitter at twitter.com slash the Travis W and I have another podcast called very random encounters where we tape tape where we, where we take, we just take and take and take, you keep giving and giving and we just take, uh, no, we play tabletop role-playing games and randomly determine as many things as possible, including characters, villains, names, places, and other weirder stuff. It all comes together to be a very random encounter. Um, is what we say at the beginning of episodes of Very Random Encounters. That's it. Sure is. <laughs> so this has been Beast's Castle and... Uh, About five seconds of stoutness exercises. <laughs> yes. Got, Got it. it. Memorized? We were together.
My name is Joe. And I'm Jory. And we are watching One Piece. That's it. That's the podcast. Yep. Uh, so we talk about the anime called One Piece uh, about once a month. It takes a while to watch One Piece, but I'm currently caught up with the show. I just started it. So you can join us while we talk about loving the rubber boy, vaping Sanji, our son Chopper, and his murder mom Robin. <laughs> <laughs> and their loving nicknames to be decided as we go along. You can find us on iTunes or your app of choice. And until you tune in, to be continued. 